Chapter 12, Studded James ushers Remus inside, and Sirius barely manages to get control of himself fast enough to follow before the door is nearly closing on him. Sirius glances around the sitting room that hasn't changed as James motions for Remus to sit in a nearby armchair, reaching out and snagging Harry as he rushes past. Whoa, hold on a second, kid, says James in amusement as Harry squirms a bit in his arms. I want you to meet someone. This is Remus. He's got a son about your age. James glances at Remus for confirmation, smiling as Remus nods to indicate he's correct. That's neat, supplies Harry. Hello, Remus. That's a weird name. Harry, calls Lily as she steps into the room from the kitchen even as Remus chuckles, seeming amused. That's rude. Hello, Remus. It's nice to see you again. Sorry, mumbles Harry. But it is. Like it's the first you've heard, comments James, ruffling Harry's hair a little roughly, his son groaning at the action. It's fine, really, says Remus easily, smiling at the boy. It's not the first time I've heard that. It is a strange name, but no one ever confuses me with someone else, though sometimes I wish they would. Harry grins at the tease as Remus glances up at Lily. Thank you for having me over again. The others continue talking but Sirius tunes them out, crouching down in front of Harry, waiting for those green eyes to focus on him. Hiya, has, he murmurs, but Harry never spares him a look. Something inside Sirius fractures a little as he stares at his oblivious godson. Come on, it's me, Sprague. Sirius. It's me. Please just look at me. Please, Harry. Don't you want to play again? Read a book. Go up on my bike. You love that and I love you. I love you so much, so please just look at me. Sirius hears Remus's words falter, feels the man's eyes fixed on him, but Sirius keeps at Harry. He tries to touch him, but his hand slides past him, like mist dispersing and then reforming. He releases a strangled sound from the back of his throat before he can stop himself, frustration and agony welling inside him, because now he really has lost everything, Harry having been his last shred of hope that's been ripped away so cruelly. Can I go play? questions Harry, inserting himself into Remus's continued silence. James permits it and as his godson races from the room, Sirius remains on the floor, staring at nothing for a long while, pieces of himself quickly falling away, shattering like glass around his feet, slicing at his skin in a brutal way. Lily's voice pulls him back. You said you had questions about the flat, she encourages Remus, seeming hesitant and uncertain. Sirius stands slowly, glancing over at the other man whose eyes keep shifting to him and away quickly. There's an odd expression on his face, like he's trying to hide something away from sight, though a poignancy still remains around its edges. Ah, uh, yes, I, questions, yes. I do, he stutters out after a moment, sounding distracted. Remus clears his throat, finally looking away from Sirius completely. Sorry. Yes, I do. Mostly about the previous resident. Oh, says Lily, barely more than a breath released. James remains silent, his mouth pulling into a thin line. 
Sirius takes the opportunity to study them, his friends both looking a little drawn around their eyes, exhaustion and something else intangible lingering in their very beings. Have you found something we overlooked? I thought we found everything when we cleaned the place out. No, denies Remus, speaking slowly. No, it's not that. There's just a very, heavy sense of presence there. I'm curious about him. You said you needed someone to look after the flat, but you never said if he was coming back or when. I hate to pry, but if I need to. Remus keeps talking, but Sirius is no longer paying any attention. His gaze has fixed on something next to the door, black and shining, standing out in sharp contrast against the brighter colors surrounding it. He makes his way over to it, feeling Remus's eyes on his back. Sirius reaches out but never touches, pulling his hand back after a second as he takes in the soft leather, creased and faintly cracked in all the right places, a section of silver, metal-studded material on one side. It hadn't come like that. Sirius had added it himself because he liked it. His head drops, staring down at his chest, fingers grazing lightly over the same leather covering it. The same leather that's hanging so plainly with his friend's coats beside their front door. Sirius's jacket, only one like it in existence, the very one he's wearing as he stands rooted to the spot. His mouth hangs open, not understanding, and he turns slowly, meeting Remus's eyes, seeing identical levels of confusion reflected from the other man's brown gaze. 